Hey everybody, welcome to Marvel Champions Bumpy. We are a fan podcast about the card game Marvel Champions by Fantasy Flight Games. I'm one of your hosts, Kennedy Hawk. I've got with me two hosts today. We've got Americano. How's it going? It is going very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, we still don't have all four of us, but we do have Crimson with us today. How's it going, Crim? It's going pretty good today. So we're still going through our backlog of things to edit, but we're going to release this one sort of out of order because it's timely. Because today we're going to be talking all about the Children of the Atom and some of our hype for the upcoming heroes releasing in Marvel Champions. Um, Quickly in announcement land, just we wanted to let everybody know and remind everybody that there are some crazy wildfires going on in Southern California. So if you have any friends or family or loved ones in the area, just be thinking of them and reach out to them and, and see how they're doing. Yeah, check on him. Addercop isn't able to join us because of that. But he's he's doing all right. He's He said he's safe, but he's helping a friend out. So, yeah, just reach out to him. Reach out to those people that you know. Make sure they're doing okay. We're thinking of Addercop, and he's aggressively thinking about us, too. <laughs> yeah, what all are we right. going to talk about tonight? The X-Men. Let's talk about some X-Men. So, there are six currently announced... X-Men heroes. So we've got Colossus and Shadowcat in the Mutant Genesis box. And we're not going to talk about the scenarios. This isn't our box coverage. We're going to do our normal three episodes once it comes out at the end of the month. But Colossus and Shadowcat. Um, we've got Cyclops and Phoenix. And we've got Wolverine and very recently announced Storm. So we're going to talk through those six heroes. We're not going to read every card. We've each assigned ourselves two heroes that we're going to recap what their hook is, what aspect they come with, and why we're most excited about them. And then at the end of the episode, we'll each have to pick which three heroes we're most excited to play and which three we're going to pass up at first and play the other three to begin with. So yeah. should, we, should we do them in release order, I guess? So we'll get kicked off with box heroes? Yeah, let's do that. That's that that sounds right. good. Okay, so first up we have Colossus. Um, he's the protection. He comes with a protection pre-built deck um, in the box, and his whole hook is um, he can get an additional tough status card, and then that status card or his tough status cards are used. His cards use those tough um, as basically a resource. So discarding them to ready those types of things, um, but pretty cool i mean pretty thematic i think right with for colossus um i don't know what he turns himself into crimson what what is he made of steel um it should be antimatium i think he's steel i thought it was organic steel was like what he turns into i mean he's not bullet he's not bulletproof but he he's tough he's, he's double tough so i mean he comes with protection which kind of makes sense but at the same time Maybe not if he's we'll see how much damage he actually takes if he gets rid of those tough status cards if he uses them a lot to actually take the damage. Um uh yeah, I mean anything do you guys want to talk about with, with Colossus no. specifically? I mean I um, think you're right, it is steel. Okay. Or it it might be a higher grade steel than normal. Yeah, yeah, it's not the steel I buy at work. Definitely not. I don't honestly know if they know. He's got a card called Steel Fist, a card called Iron Will, a card called Titanium Muscles. So maybe it's just a mix of metals. 
Uh, an ally man. Okay. I like that you said he's not bulletproof, but he has a card <laughs> called bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, he I, does I, have I, a card. I I think I was reading that that title when I said that. <laughs> See, I I thought he was bulletproof, and I remember him going against uh, Wolverine with the Antimantium claws, and Wolverine couldn't scratch him. But so I I don't know. That's something definitely for Atacop. Um, it, his his kit, hero art is definitely bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. He, his 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 kit looks fun. I think it's going to be very interesting and very fun to play with, uh, getting those tough the extra tough tokens and being able to use them in different ways. I mean, uh, I, I think that protection has some good access to tough, so maybe that will help. Maybe that's the, that's the synergy there. Yeah, um, we, I don't think we I have all the cards. Him. I don't think we have all the cards. No, well, no, we, we no. might because they you were able to play him at Gen Con. Oh, okay, okay. Some people took like pictures of them all, but I think today we just have the little, the ones from the article in front of us, probably. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would definitely say he is one hundred percent geared towards protection. I, you may be able to play him in others, but I really, maybe aggression as a secondary, but I, I don't think he match well with leadership or with. Uh, m- you know, maybe, maybe justice. Like I can shoehorn anything into justice. So he's like at one thwart, so, and he yeah. has that weird card armor up. It's like an alter ego interrupt. So you have to be an alter ego, and then when the villain activates, you change to hero form. Yeah. So I mean, it's I don't know how. It seems like that's a pretty justicey card. Yeah. For him. And you, I think you're going to flip a lot with him because every time you flip back to his his uh, superhero form, you get the um, you get a tough status card. So it's a way to you know push have tough on demand. And he's a six four like She Hulk, so you're really going to want to flip because sitting through that six card or four card hand yeah. size mm-hmm. is going to be rough in hero form. Yep. I'm really excited because I hope he, like you said. Protection has a lot of access to tough. We saw he's getting a reprint of Perseverance. We've got other tough cards, right, in Protection. So I'd really like to see them be able to lean into that. Previously, I kept trying to build, like, tough builds with Protection. But so many Protection cards right now are after you defend and take no damage. Mm -hmm. And the cost of tough is so high that you almost never want to, like, merge those two, like, tracks. Um, so I'm hoping he comes with lots of new cards and lots of new synergies that really make tough stand out in protection. Because yeah, I'd much rather tough be a mechanic in protection than it be a mechanic in like justice or aggression. Sure. Right? No, I, I agree with you. I think one of the things that they're doing, he comes with a card called Organic Steel that you mentioned. You briefly mentioned it, it's part of his setup. It comes into your hand, and basically it lets you. It gives you easy access to a. Um, a steel count it has steel counters on it. it gives you easy access to tough when you discard a tough so ah, it kind of cool. it, it replaces the tough i mean it has counters as uses so it's going to go away but it, it it's almost like a reserve tough does that make sense so yeah 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 i, I mean that's that's kind of cool that it's built into his kit because he needs it right i mean his whole thing revol- it resolves or, or revolves around him having tough so and now let's let's not forget one of his most important parts. He is a 14 health hero, which means he has access to a lot of other cards that require that 14 printed hit points. 
that is cool. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like a threshold you're looking for now. Someone's yeah, at thirteen, and you're like, "Sucks to be you." <laughs> I, don't know how many, exactly. I don't know how many thirteen hit point heroes we're gonna get because because well, people are gonna be really mad about it. It's like we have another character coming up later who also does get fourteen hit points, but does not have that fourteen printed. Printed. Yeah. Printed. Printed. All right. Should we go on? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. All right. So the next one is Shadow Cat. Um. Krim, you're really excited about her, right? Uh, so, I'm a Shadow Cat fan. Yeah, she she's um her pre her precon is an aggression. Aggression. I, does that make sense thematically? I'll have to ask yeah, you. Yeah, because of the way she fights, it, it does make sense. Okay. Is she kind of unstable? Yeah, well, the way she fights is she she does a lot of like phasing through objects, so we she's not in line of sight, and then all of a sudden she's just on you. Okay. Well, now, is, she, I mean, is she like Vision, where she can become more dense too, or is she only she can no, become she, intangible? Yep, she just phases and then that's it. So she okay. she becomes un you know untouchable into you know she goes from solid to nothing. <laughs> so she has that's her thing is she has ma- to a mass form upgrade, and it has it's a solid side and then a phased side. So the salt it's not like a super dense. Or at least it doesn't look like it on this card. It's just solid. Yeah. She's just solid form, um, which gives her a resource for an attacker defense event. And then the phase side, um, while she's defending, she can she cannot take damage from de- from the uh, the villains or the minions attack. Amazing. Um, and then I, it's kind of like there's a there's a, there is a force response on that though after you attack or defend in your mass form or phase mass form, you have to flip it to solid. So I don't know how thematic that is. If she can't maintain it or if she just doesn't maintain it where she just, well, if she's like, defending, she has to be solid to defend an attack. Yeah. Same thing. If she's going to punch, although it's, it's weird, right? Cause in the comics, she, if I remember right, like when she phased through electronics, she would mess them up. So you think yeah. she could attack like Ultron or like tech characters without having to go back, but that'd be a little, a little crazy on the wording. So, so yeah, her, her thing is like, because she's able to phase, um, she ignores guard patrol keywords and crisis icons. So she, she gets past those defenses that the villain has built into their scenarios or the modular sets that normally would stop regular heroes. I see regular yep. heroes, <laughs> other heroes. So I mean, that seems pretty cool. We saw that a little bit with um, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. um, with some of his arrows. Um, I think it. I mean, it's very. Maybe we have enough scenarios now that it's not doesn't really matter. But it seems pretty scenario dependent, right? Whether or not yeah. that's a a big deal. It's definitely a hard ability to cost, right? Because right, you. You lose some efficiency for having that perk, um, but when it comes up, it comes up huge. And so. and and I'm okay with that, right? She has a, she has a solid two 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 stat line. Yep. Um, yes. But there are other. I mean, Thor gets a lot of grief because he's really only he's best when there's a lot of minions. Well, not all the scenarios have minions, but that's okay, right? Like, yep. I I don't think all heroes need to be treated equally in that they're going to all do well versus every single scenario. Totally, no. and they don't in the comics, right? So I like right. it. And the nice thing is, like she she's got she's got a lot of utility and tricks in her kit. So like she she's gonna have the ability to draw cards. She's gonna have the ability to untap. 
um, these little tricks will make her more fluid in what she needs to do. But the one concern is she could end up being clunky. You know, I I feel like reading her cards so far, she feels like unclunky vision to me. Um, I mean, I it's a bit, Krim, you and I talked, I we, we talked about vision <laughs> and everyone knows that I was not a fan of vision. He yeah, just didn't, uh, he did not work for me. Yeah, I expect uh, so this to may, be more fluid. I hope so. I hope so because that that salt those the mass form for him just didn't didn't do it for me. So, uh, I mean that's okay, but we'll see how this works. I mean, like she has a quick shift card. It's called quick shift. It's an event. It's a zero cost defense, and it's an interrupt. So when the enemy attacks you, it, there's two options. If you are in solid mass form, you change to phase mass form. Which will and prevent the damage if you if you defend. And if then you, if you're well, yeah, because it's an interrupt. It happens before, yep, right? Yep. And then if you're in phase mass form, you draw two cards, which is okay. That's those are both really good options. It's just yeah. you have to have that in your hand and and be, be in already are exactly already already prepared with what you want. But uh, the anyway. nice thing is you have options. So if you if if you're not prepared and you're in mass form, you can be prepared by switching to the phase form. I mean, you I'm know. all for extra flips, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I call that a flip where she changes from phase, solid to phased. Um, and if you you're can... in that situation, yeah, and if you're in that situation where, oh, I'm already in phase form, well, let's get some extra cards. Yeah, and she starts with her resource generator in play, which I think would like smooth vision over a lot, right? A lot of vision's resources are invested in getting him into the right form but with shadow cat you're going to start with the solid one in play now it only works on attack and defense events which is good because if she just started with like you know a physical resource generator that'd be kind of <laughs> stupidly bonkers yeah so yeah. it forces you to use it on like not building your board which is smart right otherwise people would like ramp resources way too fast um which... and her kit's not overly expensive even regardless of that at least what we've seen of it what we've seen sure and yeah. because of that solid resource generator, I am definitely going to put her solidly in protection and and aggression uh, aspect territory. In mm -hmm. fact, I will be making her as a protection character, one hundred percent. I'm going to be. That's what that, I like to hear. That I like to hear that, Crimson. <laughs> I, why not? I, I why not you guys got concussive blow, right? Yeah, but at, at the same point, like it's it's a little harder for attack and defense of it. You know, I want to be able to use uh, that solid every true. time it's available. Okay. So it's not because of the physical resource; it's because it's limited to attack and defense events. Correct. Which is my guess which is, is that she has enough in her kit that it really won't bother us that much. No, and we she, haven't. I, have we seen any thwart events though from her kit? I don't think we have. Yeah, she she has. Um, okay, she has an upgrade. So she uses a couple upgrades for these kind of events. Um, it is after you ignore the crisis icon on a scheme, you can tap it to remove two threat from, from that scheme. So in conjunction with, say, like her thwarting while in um, a phased form, she could get an extra two thwart off. So she can she can thwart for four easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there's definitely... it. It seems like her kit is... Um, you know those puzzles that where you like have to find the picture, and it's like a yeah. nine-piece puzzle, but there's eight, or it's there's like nine slots, but oh, there's eight yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what it seems like to me. We're like, you have to move pattern certain puzzles. things. What are they called? Pattern puzzles. Pattern right? puzzle. It's like, her, her kit seems like a pattern puzzle, right? Where you're like, oh, I have to be in phase form first, then thwart, then I can exhaust this upgrade. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because it just needs to flow right. Right. Sure. And that's her. the only way to really evaluate this here will be to actually have her full kit in your hands. Yeah, I know. Waiting Soon. is hard. Soon. <laughs> Book I read my kid at bedtime tonight. Waiting is hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The thing that bothers me most about both of these heroes, and maybe I'm just misremembering all the other heroes in Marvel Champions, but I feel like they keep harping on this point about how heroes are like representative of that hero at a specific point in time or like the most iconic version of that hero. And they try to keep the costume throughout like mm-hmm. a hero's kit somewhat consistent. This but is if not. you look at Cyclops or not Cyclops, Colossus, is not. he's wearing like five different costumes. Shadowcat and, has the same thing and five different hairstyles. And it well, but even her hero, insane. her hero art is different than the art in the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so is Colossus, right? He's yeah, got a completely yeah. different uh, picture in Iron Will. And I know Black Widow had that with Dance of Death, but that's a card people have always been like. Now you're eh, just nitpicking. But, no, but, it really it breaks I, the immersion for me. Right? That's fair. No, that no, that's fair. Um, we'll see what. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. We'll I see think if that's she, a new trend with the for, new art selection that seems to be coming. It's it's re- I think it's really potent in in Shadowcat because her hero kit or her hero card that art that costume she's in is not in any of the other art like it is a completely different one well and it's joey vasquez art i love the art but it it it, and when you're looking at it there's not a lot of artist credit on the cards so that likely means they took a lot of stuff from like the marvel database um but it seems like in the past they've tried to find consistent, or, or maybe those heroes have only like ever had one costume, so it was really easy. I'm not sure. Um, our, our next hero also has a lot of different uh, let's, costumes. He let's go like to it. That comment, apparently. <laughs> no, no, I'm, ju- I'm just go for it. I, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, like even when you look at Scott, his uh, alter ego, it's it's from a different comic style than his than his uh, hero side too. But. Hey. You, you go for that. All right, all right. We're doing Cyclops, Scott Summers next, and they're definitely picking up the X-Men Evolution vibe in his alter ego form. So yes, Scott yes. Summers <laughs> is going to come with the leadership aspect, um, but not only leadership cards, which will be delightful for everyone to hear. And in case you didn't know this, when Mutant Genesis launches at the end of this month, two hero packs are going to release in the same day, and that's Cyclops and the next hero we're going to talk about. So his whole shtick is he is the leader of the X-Men, and you will feel that right on his alter ego side. He has the ability, you may include X-Men allies from any aspects in your deck. So you I love can, it. Yeah, I love it as well. You can guess that, that means they're going to be able to sneak in allies from all the different aspects right away, which is awesome. He has another ability, constant training. Search your deck for a tactic upgrade and add it to your hand. Limit once per round. And depending on how many tactics are in aspects, that could be really interesting. Um, similar to Hawkeye's arrows, except we never got arrows in aspects. So hopefully, mm-hmm. that's not the case here. On his I hero like side, I feel like oh, there's a, there's a sufficient selection of tactics already. I think so, well, before, tactic like, upgrades, like it's it's very specific, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of tactics were events in the past. I think. Okay. I'll search that while you're debating it here in a minute. Okay. Um, he is two thwart, one attack, two defense. 
with the X-Men trait, Optic Blast is his ability on his hero side. And it's one of the very first hero abilities that's actually an attack action. So you have a way to clear stun printed right on your hero card, which is really cool. So really? Optic Blast, action, attack. Yeah. Um, okay. Spend one resource of any type, deal three damage to an enemy with an upgraded with an upgrade attached. So you can Optic Blast people that you've played these tactics on. So he's got a bunch of tactics in his deck. A lot of them are temporary, meaning I think they discard at the end of the round. Um, so after the villain phase. Is, that's so, a new keyword, temporary? New keyword. That, that's been, I think that's a new keyword. Okay. Um, a lot of them are attached to an enemy, one per enemy. They'll give the enemy minus one attack or reduce how much damage it, or increase how much damage it takes or make it so when it's defeated, you draw cards. The typical things you're going to get in hero kits. Yeah, it temp- it's a new things, keyword. The new keyword temporary things. says a card with temporary must be discarded from play at the end of the round. Yep, so at the end of the round. So he's going to want to play these tactic upgrades on people and then use his optic blast on them. He comes with his visor, right? That's obviously going to generate resources. And if you use his optic ruby quartz visor to complete his optic blast, you're going to get an even bigger bonus. Um, and he's got some attacks and things that, that do overkill. But like we said, he's going to be able to include allies from all sorts of different aspects. So in his deck, we've already seen leadership and aggression allies, but I'm guessing that there's going to be one from well, her every age. aspect. Yes. Yeah, so right. I'm, sh- I'm sure they probably will. I'd be shocked if there, if, if, if it wasn't, we know the other two will be rock sliding blindfold. Oh, we do. Yes. Oh, cool. Gen oh, that's right. That's right. This pack mysteriously appeared on Facebook recently. Yeah. So we are getting spoilers. Aspects. <laughs> spoilers. Hide from Facebook if, or, or don't listen to our show if you don't want to know the spoiler. Now, there, there is going to be people questioning a certain card in here. And I figure What's we might want to talk about that card and see what we're well, thinking we on the list. Colossus. We're going to have to go back. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's going to be a field commander. So you take the first turn during the player phase. Um, when your turn is done, play proceeds in player order starting with the first player. You do not take another turn. And then each Cyclops upgrade attached to a minion loses the temporary keyword. Um, I, I know it seems very self-explanatory, but there's going to be people who are going to need more you know, insight onto the card. Yeah. Um, you are not taking the first player token. Right. You're not so the first that, player. Correct. So for like those hazard or... Uh, the one where you draw two extra cards, the first player does, you will not... This card does not make you always the person who has to draw the two extra encounter cards and stuff like that. So he's going to run Maria Hill, basically, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Gone is that problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> but and and I, he doesn't take any of the downside of the, being the first... I guess there's bonuses, too, to being first player sometimes. But yes, there are. There's always... Well, there's, there's, there's always, like get a minion if you're the first player that could be a design space too right there could be attacks like there's that it's already a protection attack right leading blow but they could make something with a similar name that's like do this much damage but get a bonus if you're the first player right so that won't count here because it's just you're taking the first turn you're not the first player yeah Um, and that card is key to his kit removing temporary from all those upgrades that's insane that's really good i i I mean he's a very I mean, leadership makes sense for him. Yeah, I, I can't um, imagine playing with his with his deck building, um, but also because he's able to go first. He's just like the quintessential support character. Yep. 
Yep. Um, and I think I, I, I like that leadership can lean more into the support role. I in, think it, it helps him specifically, not just with leadership, but with his tactics, right? Because there's a tactic you can play on an enemy that when it's defeated, the player that defeats it draws cards. So you want to go before everybody else so you can play that tactic so they can gain the bonus. So yeah, it is like a support role still, but it's not necessarily a spam allies and right. be right. Maria Hill spammer, but the like put out a bunch of rewards for your team to earn role, which I think is really cool too. I did really quick search and see how many tactic upgrades there are for deck building. So there are six right now. Okay. Civic duty is a tactic. So that's the discard it to give your hero plus one thwart until the end of the phase. Probably doesn't have a ton of synergy. Counterattack is a tactic. It's an aggression card where when you take damage, you deal an equal amount of damage to an enemy. Again, like very little synergy. <laughs> Defensive stance, when you would take any amount of damage, prevent three of it. Height advantage, need aerial. That's garbage for him. Plan B, which is the spider ham looking card, right? Hero action, exhaust plan B, and discard one random card from your hand to deal da two damage to an enemy. But it's playing under any player's control, so that would give mm -hmm. you a reason to like thin your deck. But then the card that we're all really going to use this tactic thing for, rapid response. The preparation is a tactic in leadership. So, yep, yep. leadership slated forever. <laughs> yep. And don't forget, he, he does come with a... Uh a recursion for his tactics cards with a uh, uh, tactical brilliance, which is his Thor card, but it also lets you choose a tactics card in your discard pile and add it to your hand. It does not require it to be an upgrade. Yeah. And that, I mean, in general, that's really cool. Like remove three threat and gain card advantage back. for two and if, costs. He, if his kid wow. does have two of them, then he can cycle them back and forth. Oh, well, it's not a tactic card itself. Oh no, it's no. not. It's, it's a that's good. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Would, <laughs> well, I mean, so far of these first three, we're seeing some pretty cool, I think some pretty cool design space yep. and some potential yeah. for, like you said, Kennedy Hawk with the first, first player, like some additional design space that we haven't seen previously, not just like, like Colossus with two tough status cards. That's pretty straightforward, right? Yep. Um, but this first player one, I think that's the most unique that we've seen so far in these, of these X-Men. It's really cool. It's not going to affect you in solo, but at least it sure. has that other bonus in there to like keep your tactics around. So, yeah. And I am quite excited for Cyclops, even though I'm not a big leadership person. I I, I think he's going to be in a powerhouse in solo play. I'm a big Cyclops fan in general, so I'm happy that Cyclops is one of the first hero packs we're getting. Yeah, I actually don't mind Cyclops as a hero. I know a lot of people hate on him. That's the cool thing to do now. Yeah. I can't believe you pointed out the costume thing to me in Cyclops because he's ruined for me now. He's definitely not in my top three anymore. <laughs> All right. Who else is coming out with Cyclops? Why don't you go there? Oh, this is one of my most excited ones. Now, I, I'm not, I wasn't excited for the character, but this build space is insane. So it is going to be Jean Grey slash Phoenix. Um, it's, so her mechanic, I, I am going to read her 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 hero card because it's so part of her mechanic so her she's going to have a setup where she puts a card called the phoenix force upgrade in play on the restraint side and then you're going to place four counters on it after you make a basic recovery you can place place a power counter on the phoenix force so whenever she recovers she gets to put a, a counter on the phoenix force and then her main card her her yeah. hero side 
is going to be a hero response, remove a power counter from Phoenix to generate a wild resource once per phase. Uh, this with the Phoenix Force. So it's going to be a double-sided permanent upgrade card that starts in play. Um, the restraint side is you gain the restraint trait, and then after the last power counter is removed from here, you flip the card over. So as you you're getting extra Spend resources, resources. Mm -hmm. in the beginning to build up her kit. So she is very much a Voltron style character. And but... then once you remove the the um last counter, she it becomes unleashed. You gain the unleashed trait. She loses she gets minus two thwart and plus two attack. So she's a two one two. No. And she's a three no, one two. A three one two. She's the first um, three base three thwart, right? Yeah, insane. <laughs> uh, like, I guess Ironheart gets to that, right? But she gets to start off with it during the the phases when you really need it, when she's staying in alter ego to you know Voltron, pretty much. Uh, and then once you're ready, you flip the Phoenix Force. She's going to get that plus two attack, so she's going to become a three attack. Mm -hmm. And then after a power counter is placed here, if there's four or more power counters, you flip it back to the restraint. Um, what makes her kit so unique is a card that's going to come in it called Rise from the Ashes. Now, this is, everybody's going to play this differently, but this is how I'm going to be building and looking at this card, is with Rise from the Ashes, it's going to be a three-cost upgrade that sits on the table. It has an interrupt. When you would be defeated, remove this card from the game, ready Phoenix, restore to your printed hit points and remove all power counters from Phoenix Forbes. So she's going to be the type of character that's going to sit in this like build phase, build phase, build phase. Oh, I take some damage. Oh, I take some damage. I keep working on the Thor. Keep it low. Keep building my, you know, my Voltron style. And then boom, you, you finally kill me. I flip over. I go back to full health. I'm ready to jam with the three attack. Let's party. It's it's going to be fun. I, I'm so excited to play her. I don't even care about the aspect. She could be played basic, and we'd, we'd be happy. She comes with justice. <laughs> I know. Like when I'm like, ah, I don't even care about the justice. Let's play basic. <laughs> like her kit is going to be that good. I'll be curious to see how much the Phoenix Force actually flips back and forth. Like getting four power counters on that seems to be. A large effort. I'm, I'm I mean, never going to flip it and, until she dies. That's the only time it's going to flip. And you're saying proc it with. <laughs> you're rise hoping the ashes. you don't flip it. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has some cards that will add and take off. Uh, yeah, that she can add or take. to add one, right? Um, yeah. So there's an alter ego one that you can spend two to place one power counter to support. So that would just take you two flips, I guess, to get it back. Um, I just feel like once you flip, I think you're going to be blowing the game out, and and you're you're yep. either winning or you're either winning or going out in a firework, right? And, and with with like Phoenix Firebird, you can you can remove a counter to pay for the the event, and then the event is you can remove a counter to ready Phoenix. So like you can get two two counters off right there with that one card, and you know get get yourself close to getting the, that unleashed point. If if you want to flip it without dying, um, 
So yeah, there, there's going to be multiple ways to play her. I'm going to play her the uh, kill me, come at me. <laughs> so so one thing I noticed with this is this is the first hero that we got. She has a mind control card. It's a very yes. expensive upgrade, but it's it's basically what Enchantress did um, in the modular set. Or I guess she's the um, Valkyrie's nemesis, right? And is she, she she might be a modular set too. I don't remember. Um, where they take your allies and make them minions. She's taking a minion and making it an ally. Yep. Um, I love that. I love that so much. And it <laughs> it's not... I mean, I guess it makes sense thematically because of her psionic abilities, but it's not really like... It, it's not necessary for the Phoenix force right it's it's it doesn't it's it's just an additional thing and i'm i'm okay with that i don't know how much i'll use it the mind control thing but i just think that's really cool because that's the first time we've been able to do it and most likely the the first aspect that i'm going to play her in will actually be probably protection also um because a um you know she's going to jump in front of a lot of attacks to you know get to that low hit point and die. Assuming and... that you find a rise from the ashes. Right. That's good. That's going to be the thing <laughs> we're, we're going to have to see, but I, I, I'm confident in my building skills that I'll be able to, you know, build enough with, with enough, uh, draw cards. And the fact that I don't, uh, hold cards in my hand, I, I use every card. Uh, well, let me cycle the. I'm pretty fast about cycling decks when I'm playing. No, we didn't do it on the others. Talk about the nemesis set and obligation, but I feel like we need to with Phoenix. Have you all read yes. that? So the the obligation, Burning Hunger, is give to the green Jean Grey player. When revealed, if you have the Unleashed trait, search the encounter deck and discard pile for your set-aside... And set-aside area. And set-aside area for Dark Phoenix and reveal her. Then remove Burning Hunger from the game. If you have the Restrain trait, remove one power counter, so it might make you flip earlier. Um, And then Dark Phoenix is a 2-2 two, two elite 12 health minion, so you will not be mind-controlling her. Mm-hmm. With steady, toughness, and villainous, and the ability on scheming, when Dark Phoenix schemes, place that threat on consume the world, if able. When revealed, search the encounter deck for the set-aside and set-aside area for the scheme, consume the world, and reveal it. So that is going to be her nemesis side scheme, basically. And it's a permanent side scheme that starts with six threat, it says, while there is no threat on here, the side scheme loses its icons and it has the forced response after threat is placed here. If there is at least 12 threat here, the players lose the game. She probably has she one of the... changes the game, right? Yeah, she has probably the worst nemesis set and the fact that it can be brought out by Burning Hunger or Shadows is going yeah. to be uh, interesting. Yeah, it's dangerous, yeah. man. Very dangerous. Right, I'm going to enjoy it so much. Play. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's terrifying. I'm excited to see how it works out. I mean, and the minion is not the Dark Phoenix minion. Steady, toughness, villainous, twelve, 12 hit points. Yeah, that's a big deal. And, and a two-two, <laughs> right? So she's gonna scheme with a two scheme plus a boost card. Yeah, if she draws Laufey from Frost Giants, she'll complete <laughs> consume the world in one scheme. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 definitely a scary nemesis set. Any aspects you think she'll struggle in? No. Um. No, because no, I I don't I don't <laughs> I know don't think so either. I don't know that there's a <sighs> maybe protection. Like I mean, I don't know. Oh, the, 
I, I think she's the way I'm going to build her. I, I think protection will work. Honestly, I think justice is actually going to be the one that she's going to struggle in the most because she already has three Thori. What are you using the justice stuff for then? I don't know. In I, multiplayer, if you can like turn one, have four base thwart and just laugh at people. Yeah. <laughs> you're just sitting pretty happy, right? I, I, she, her hero kit seems pretty strong that mm-hmm. the aspect cards might be obsolete or, or, not as consequential as you might want. That, that, that's why I said she's going to be Jean Grey. But but I think oh, it's okay because oh, oh, she's because because of her nemesis set. There's so much risk there. Yeah yeah yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of risk there. So I, I anyway, should like, apologize. Like Doctor Strange fun. is so powerful, but but his nemesis set isn't. Yeah, isn't as, enough. Yeah, I am excited for that card mind control. I think it'll be cool to play in aggression when you can like summon minions and then mind control them immediately. Um, or even in leadership, right? You can mind control something into an ally and then buff it like crazy and just take it to the villain's face. So, but it, it will take up your ally slot, correct? It, it will, should. but okay. there's, I mean, there's like eight health, non elite minions in, in those <laughs> Kree kits and they have two scheme and two attack and it could be really funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm super excited. I I, I think she's going to be a, a fun a fun hero to build with. And uh, next, a hero pack no one cares about. Now, this is probably my most anticipated, and most excited. That's going to be Wolverine. So, okay, I, I guess we got to start with the elephant in the, in the room, his claws. Is that what we want to talk about first? Sure. And there's six elephants actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the the reality is. I'm going to tell people to play it the way you want to play it. Talk to your group. FFG is not going to Kool-Aid man the wall because you played it differently than what they said. You know, I'm going to start with it in play. I'm just going to, you know, agree that his, 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 uh, alter ego side doesn't have an ability, but it's got six recovery. So in a way it has an ability. Um, every, uh, there's no way to make everybody happy on this. So just play it the way that makes you happy. There you go. Problem solved. So what what you're talking about is Wolverine has a setup ability that is search your deck and discard pile for Wolverine's claws upgrade and put it into play. Correct. So but that the is claws a, have permanent. Yeah, it's a zero cost card that has permanence that's going to be no. vital to your kit. And the it's way not setup a rules read, well, it's, it's a, a dash. dash cost, right? So who even knows what that means currently? It means you can't play it if it's in your hand. Yeah, just treat it like a zero, right? Yep. Um, but the way the rules are currently, right, is you have to mulligan before you do your setup. And it's search your deck and discard pile for Wolverine's Claws and put it into play. So if you mulligan into the Claws, by the letter of the law, you wouldn't be able to then put them into play, which means you would never be able to play them. But there's this ingenious invention called a Sharpie. And you can take that and make it say, search your deck, discard pile, and hand for Wolverine's Claws upgrade and put it or in you play. Could, and it solves all your problems. Or what you could do is just treat that dash as if it's a zero so that if you do mulligan into it, you can just play it for zero. Also or works. you could just start with it in play because exactly. it is a 16, well, a number no, 16. That's, that's cheating. We're not going to encourage well, that. Uh, I, I don't know because he's got 16 cards in his kit. All kits start with 15. Not all. Name me a couple that. I mean, okay. I'm sure maybe there's one. Maybe. Uh, Jean Grey. 
Jing, uh, she's got 16, but the card starts in play. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. Give me a 16 where the card doesn't start in play. Because Captain America's shield is a 15, not a 16. And it starts in the deck. So is there is there a rule that says they have to have 15 cards in their deck? There's not. There's not. It's just never precedent. deviated yet. Yeah. Okay. So that that's why there's been so much concern over this over these claws because there are 16 when it's normally a 15. I don't so think there needs in to be the Marvel Champions monthly unofficial RRG 1.5. The answer is you just get to play the claws because that's more fun. Yeah. If you want to play Clawless Wolverine or pretend you're playing Bone Claw Wolverine and you can't get anything done, you'd be my guest. But I'm just, if you play with me, your claws are hitting the table. So so yep. why do we want the claws to hit the table? Obviously it's Wolverine, but what is it that what do they do that they're, makes they're it? Bro- they make cool noises. <laughs> they're not I don't think they're broken. <laughs> they're, they're pretty pretty strong. All right, yeah. let's do the Wolverine overview. What does he do? Yeah, so okay, so Wolverine first off is a ten hit point. Uh, hero with a six recovery. So his recovery is actually more than half of his health. Um, his main character, his his uh, hero side, is a two two two, and then he's got a healing factor. So after the player phase begins, he automatically heals two health. Um, I love it. It makes yeah. so much sense. Makes so it, much it, sense. It, it's exactly what he should be doing, right? And he's more importantly, he's a two two two, which is perfect for me because that allows me to play him justice. Um, the claws, however you want to put them into play, have a hero action. Exhaust the claws and choose an attack event in your hand and take damage equal to its printed cost. You can play that event ignoring its printed cost. That attack gains piercing. So these claws allow you to bypass the cost of a card for, for damage instead. And, and it can be Aspect or Wolverine, right? Not just correct. Wolverine attack events? Cool. He's as literally using his hit points as a resource. Yep. Those claws are popping out, right? It's just like the movies. I yep. love it. Shink, shink. Um, and on top of that, he, he has another great upgrade that comes with him, the Antimantium Skeleton, which gives him plus four hit points and then gives him plus one attack and piercing on all his basic attacks. Uh, this does put him into the 14 range, but he does not have a printed hit points of 14, like we were talking about earlier. The The rest of his kit is just insane, too. I mean, he's got probably Go one of the, the best thwarting cards, uh, Track by Sant, which is a two-cost event, and removes threat, and then lets you draw cards if you get the clear the area effect. That if, if it's the last threat removed, draw two cards. So he's got some draw mechanic. He's got lots of multiple damage, whether it's to the hero or to uh, minions. He has extra ways to. Uh, he's got a defeated card, so if he's defeated, he can he can ready and and gain health. I mean, he is utterly sick. His kit is expansive, though. Yes, I mean you got those claws to reduce the cost, but it looks. From what we've well, like, seen, we don't have a resource generator. Yeah, we don't have a resource. Well, from what we've seen, right. And, and for example, he has one event that's a three cost. Make the following two attacks in order. I guess that's the same thing as as uh, Black Widow. Yeah, but she yep. gets it, three attacks. Right? She gets three attacks three, two, at three, two, one. Yeah. His is three and three. Um, let's be real, though. Like The most important card in this kit is the fastball special. Yeah. <laughs> Because yes. Colossus comes as a as a basic ally, 
He also gets the fastball special, which is a team-up card, Colossus and Wolverine. It only costs one. Like, if that didn't put that in there, you know they're like... You gotta tell us what it does, come on. Okay, okay, okay. So it's a hero action attack, deal X damage to an enemy, where X is the total attack of Colossus and Wolverine. This attack gains overkill and piercing. That's a really good... That's a really good card. Typically gonna be a one for five or six, right? And Wolverine, that's pretty good. Key, Key aspect here is... It's any enemy, so it's not just a minion. Um, it does and not tap Wolverine or Colossus. You you could also, if you don't have the resources, just take the damage for one, and then you're dealing them five or six. Yep. Because it's an attack. to control both. So if you play this with a Colossus partner, I guess you couldn't both play it turn one, because you'd have to both flip. But one of you could play it turn one, one of you could play it turn two, and just... Yep. Ten now, damage for two resources is pretty good. You will do you will do less damage with a Colossus player than the Colossus ally. Uh, Colossus ally has three attack, where the player only has two. Um, at the beginning. At the beginning, does he have a yeah. an upgrade? We, yeah, he does have an upgrade that gives him plus one attack. Colossus does. Yep, and so does Wolverine. So you can yeah. get it up to up to six. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I I just can't get over like that's a fun team up card. Right. I'm now imagining that, a like that's a good one. one turn kill deck that is Wolverine <laughs> leadership, where he buffs the Colossus ally in himself to heck, and then he fastball specials <laughs> to win. That's, and I'm so excited. That's that's my favorite. That's gonna be the, that's the aspect I'm most excited about with with Wolverine is leadership, just to buff up the Colossus ally. Uh, uh, uh what was the other one? Moral, morale boost. Is, yeah, morale boost. A moxie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, I, you, you might be able to do it, or at least get very close. The thing that makes me the most sad about Wolverine is he makes me really sad to look at the Avengers cards we have right now. All four of these, five of these heroes that we've looked at so far, sort of make me feel that way. They all feel extremely strong. So I'm a little bit worried about what scenarios we're going to have to play against, but we'll deal with that in the future. Hey, we, we might be able to finally go back to, uh, you know... We heroes. don't say that word here. <laughs> yeah. Don't say it. Don't say it. All right, let's go to the last one. All right, all right. Last hero was announced very recently, and it is Storm. So Aurora Monroe is a three recovery, six hand size, ten hit point hero with the ability that she begins the game with a weather deck. And I've seen a lot of debate about whether or not this follows the rules online. And again... If you want to learn about the rules, there's a whole podcast about that. If you want to learn about my rules, it's that you start with a weather deck and play and don't worry about it. And then there's a setup ability where you get to choose a support from your weather deck and put it into play. So as you can guess, she's going to be all about manipulating the weather. So on her hero side, she has one thwart, two attack, one defense, five card hand size. Action, swap your weather support and play with a support of your choice from the weather deck. Resolve the special ability on your weather support in place. So you're going to get to put a weather support in and resolve its ability. So I figured I'll read through them all. There's four of them real fast. So we have Clear Skies, which is a permanent. Each character gains Stalwart. Each character. So that's the villain. That's the minions. That's all your allies and all the other heroes. Special, draw one card. So right away, turn one, you can have like a six card or a seven card hand size because you can put a different one into play to start and then flip to hero form and bring clear skies out and draw seven Mm -hmm. cards. Hurricane is another permanent one. Each character gains retaliate one special remove two threat from a scheme. So she can remove two threat at will. 
Thunderstorm is each character gets plus one attack, deal two damage to an enemy, and Blizzard is each character gets minus one attack. Special, giant wall of text. Choose a non-elite minion. Until the end of the round, treat that minion's text box as if it was blank. So I guess it's the opposite of a wall of text. Yeah, great for getting around those guards or patrols or... Yep. Yeah. Or, or like things that have nasty abilities after they attack, right? You can blank yeah. them, which is really cool. Um, and she sort of feels like an absorbing man. She's got an event we've seen at least for a couple of the different weather types. We've seen one for Blizzard. We've seen one for Hurricane. For and there's one um, for any. There's, there's a couple of them for any where you get to resolve the special again. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a bunch of events that they do something if you're in a certain weather pattern or weather support land um, then you get an extra special ability so like torrential rain is removed three threat from this it's, it's worded really weirdly remove three threat from among schemes in play which feels like the one where you divide the threat as you choose but worded in an awkward way mm -hmm. um, if hurricane is in play resolve its special abilities so then you get to remove two more threat from another scheme so it could be a two for five or a two for three if you're in another form um, she also has one of my favorite generators too. What's that? Uh the storm storm's crown. Yeah, it's two cost upgrade, but it's a generator on top of a plus one thwart. So she gets plus one thwart, and then you can exhaust the crown to generate a, the printed resource on the weather support part that you chose. So if yep. you need the wild, or I, I don't think, yeah, the clear sky, skies is the wild, and then yep. the other three have those the three there. So it's a great generator on top of giving her plus one thwart, which we don't really see that in generators that give more than just generating the the resource. And it's still only two costs, which means it's still in that range of what most generators cost. And she is a leadership hero. She's going to come with leadership cards. And she's going to be the ultimate, like, I'm just going to sit in hero form and do whatever I want the entire game character. Because with her weather control... On demand, she can do everything a support character needs to. I really like that they're pushing leadership into this support role, right? So clear yeah. skies is give each character stalwart. So let's say the aggression character is stunned and you're player two. Well, with your weather control, since it's an action, you can call for an action, bring clear skies out, giving that character stalwart so all their stuns and confuse go away. And then you can let them proceed with their turn. So you have like an on a stick clear everyone's stun and confused. And now that'll clear, like, stun and confused that you've placed on the villain and minions, but usually at the start of the hero turn, that's not a problem, right? With Hurricane, you can remove two th threat on demand, you can deal two damage on demand, you can blank guard for whoever you want to on demand. It's just like, you're the ultimate, like, what does someone need me to do for you? I will clear the path character, and I love that. The other big thing that I feel with her what we've seen from this uh, news article is there's three cards in, in her outside of her kit that I think are going to be extreme staples. Yep. Uh, two of them are going to be basic. And one of them is a leadership card. The leadership card is Pixie. I think that is going to be a staple for any X-Men leadership ca uh, character you play. She's a two cost ally that after she comes into play, you can add an X-Men ally from your discard pile into your hand. Um, I, I can't imagine any leadership deck that's running X-Men not running her. It is to be clear, to be clear, it is from your hand when she comes into play from your hand. Correct. Correct. And no rapid response land. Got no it. rapid response. And to me, my X-Men, that event. Oh gosh. 
She also has Ariel as a. We don't get a lot of allies that have built-in arrow Ariel. So this is also another ally with the Ariel trait on it. Um, the two basic cards that are going to be staple. Well, first the X Jet. That that one we we knew we were going to get the equivalent to the uh, carrier or whatever um, for X Men. It is just exhaust the X Jet, generate a wild resource for a player whose identity has the X Men trait. Really cool. Um, yeah, great generator uh, as a basic generator. The other one is Forge, which is going to play very well with the X Jet. Uh, Forge is another two-cost ally that after he enters play, you're going to search a deck or discard pile for an X-Men or X-Force support card and add it to your hand. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. The X-Jet, how does that even work? Because you can't do, you can't use a resource because it's a support, it's not an event. You can't use that resource off-turn. You can, right? So it's basically saying it's just like Alliance. You can generate resources for other players as long as they have the X-Men trait on their identity. So you right. can exhaust the X-Jet when it's not your turn to generate Correct. a resource for somebody else. Because because its uh, ability is uh, traded resource. But, but, but it doesn't... Right, but it doesn't say action, right? Right. It's, 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 not, an, it's, it's not, not an action. It's a resource. But you can't... That's my point, is if it was an action, you could do an off-turn action. But because it's a resource, you've never been able to discard cards... To generate a resource for somebody on someone else's the turn. Alliance let you do that, right? But I that mean, has yeah. an alliance keyword. Not, this doesn't have the alliance keyword. Well, I think the, the golden rule, right, from the RRG is like you do whatever the card says. So if the card says you can spend it for somebody else, then well, you can. I think Milano actually let you do that too. So it was a first correct. player action that was a resource, and it said generate a resource for any player. So, so I think how resource works in general is technically you could generate resources on another player's turn. But you can't give them resources, and you can't generate resources without a reason. So if somebody asked for an action and it required resources, you could discard from your hand to pay for that action. Yeah, the Milano does say that. That's, I guess that's true. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Marvel Champions, but for some reason, <laughs> all the heroes, their vehicles like produce money, and mine just sucks the money out of my bank account through gas. <laughs> so it's, it's a little interesting. I it wish my car produced money for me. You, you should get a Tesla. No. <laughs> um, I do think X-Jet's going to be really good. There's, Have we seen any other supports? I think we did in the Mutant Genesis box. We saw... Yeah. X Mansion. It's a location in X Men traded support. Uh, there's da- action. Danger Room. Oh, um, it's not Danger Room. Oh, cool. The, the, yeah, there's going to be a. There's definitely a couple uh, X uh, supports. I, I think there's the Mansion, the Danger Room. I think there's even Utop uh, and the Utopia Island or whatever. There, there's a couple. Yeah, yeah. Danger Room and Utopia come with um, Colossus. What I like about X Jet is. Right now, when we're at a table of four players and we're all playing adventures, <laughs> I wouldn't say our table doesn't play cooperatively, but it's kind of a race to see who gets their Quinn Carrier down because you can only generate that resource for yourself. But now, like it used to be, if I wasn't the first player, my friend sitting next to me would play the Quinn Carrier when I needed like resource matching and they didn't. I would be annoyed the whole game staring at their Quinn Carrier, figuring out how I could destroy it. <laughs> but now, if they play X Jet, like you can loan that out to anybody, and you can barter with people, right? If you defend for me, I'll generate a resource for you later. So I'm really excited for that. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I, I would, I would honestly like to see uh, the the carrier get reworded for this to this style. And that's Storm. I'm super pumped. I think yeah. she's gonna work well in all aspects, which I think Storm should. Um, and I think leadership was the right the right call for her. Yeah. I, when I said I said Colossus is a pretty or yeah, no. Uh, Cyclops. I think I called him Colossus earlier too. Um, Cyclops is a good support. I think. I think Storm is even a, a better support. They're both hero. really good in different ways, so I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I don't know. I feel yeah. like they're really pushing that archetype that we didn't get in the past that we've all wanted from leadership that we've kind of gotten with morale boost and like random things, and now it's now it's real. And I feel like every aspect got a hero that they can really work with in this in this group of what we got right now. Um, and per the Mutant Genesis release article, there should be two more hero packs before more hero whatever's packs. next. Or the next box. Mm-hmm. See if we get our... Uh, get, get your favorite one next. Oh, okay, let's, 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 let's ask everybody. Who's the next hero you want? Uh, Gambit. Gambit. Yeah, I mean, Gambit's my answer before all six of these. Um, <laughs> but then if I got to pick someone else, I, it would be Nightcrawler or Cannonball and Sunspot as a two-pack, right? Like, oh, make them yeah. be the first two-hero two pack. Can't have um, one without the other. Gambit's my next one, too, honestly. Um, if, if I can't choose Gambit, because Americana choose Gambit. You can choose um, Gambit. I, yeah, honestly, I, I would I would like Jubilee, but I don't think there's a chance in a snowy blizzard of that Vampire happening. Vampire Jubilee, that's what she is now. Vampire um, Jubilee. There's definitely some other ones that I would be interested in seeing. I, I expect we'll see Beast, because he's original. Same with Iceman. Um, but Gambit, I, I would really like Gambit. Or Rogue, one or both. Oh, there's so many. There's so mm-hmm. many X-Men, how do they choose? <laughs> yeah. One thing that I thought was interesting is all of the like X-Men art we're seeing is like I want to say classic era X-Men, but like the the X logo, right? It's like classic area, but on Wolverine's pack they're using like the the current House of X, Powers of X era of X-Men like X symbol as the O in his name. I thought that was weird because we haven't seen like references to that yet in the cards. Um, and it's like really new in the comics, but they, they slapped it in there on his logo. So I thought that was interesting. It means it's pretty recent. Yeah. It means it's pretty recent. At least the cover is. Yeah. Maybe they redesigned that. Who knows? Remember okay. When the Green Goblin had a different one. Oh yeah. We got to do our, what are the three we want to play first? Yeah. If these all, hypothetically, if they all came out on the same day, I know two of them we have to wait for, but you know. All right. Crimson. Oh, so, Wolverine. so we're, you'd choose Wolverine? Yeah, like Wolverine. How many do I get to choose? I get to choose no, you, you, three. Three? The other three you put oh. in the trash and you never play oh. them for the rest of your life. Okay, uh, Wolverine, uh, uh, Phoenix, uh, Shadowcat. Oh. I think I'd choose Storm. Or Wolverine first, then Storm. And then Phoenix. I'm I'm the opposite of Crimson. I'm Cyclops, Storm, and Colossus. So yep. we'll play really well together because we <laughs> yeah. collection. There's no problem there. 
No issue at all. <laughs> cards for everyone. That's what I love to hear. Awesome. Well, if you're listening to this episode, be sure to comment and let us know what hero you're most hyped about. Got a couple more weeks before it comes out, um, but I think there is a chance that I'm not going to work on the 30th so that I can just stream like a full run through of Mutant Genesis when it shows up at my house. Sounds like a great plan. Children be darned. They could be we, in the background, right? Let me check my calendar. So see if I can watch that. Let me check my calendar. Obviously, it's open. I do whatever I want. That's what it says, right? <laughs> That's what it says. Look. There's Play how you want. That... It says that in my calendar. There's, there's <laughs> nothing on, my, on that day. It's meant to be. It's meant to it be. Is. It's a Friday. I'm glad. It I'm glad that Crimson's finally getting his X Men. Oh, same here. <laughs> same here. I don't. I don't have to harp to on Daredevil, him. right? And then everyone's yep. happy. Yep. No. No. We need Deadpool first. No. 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 Uh, oh, no. No. We. We need our. our, our I'm, I'm ready for street our level villain, heroes. Our villain arc. We. We need our Mister Sinister, and we need our our uh, our our uh, Deadpool. You know, anti anti heroes. Yep, then we're I'm good. Ready. I'm ready for Daredevil and the Fantastic Four. That's all I'm saying. I'm ready for Fantastic Four after. Let's just get. Let's just play some some X Men first. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see Daredevil, but let's I, just play some X Men first. And that's my. That's what I've been doing. Is just just playing I, what's coming. Just playing. I, what's I, coming. I, I, what I was thinking is based on how powerful these heroes are getting and how cool the hooks are getting. If Daredevil's last, that's ideal because yes, that's it'll so, be so cool. See, I have no love for the defenders, so I'm 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 okay if we get them or if we don't. Like, but I think the only the word defend. But you just need to stop talking, Crimson, because you're getting like a ton of X Men right now. So I know. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I, you know, if we get defenders, great. If if we don't, I'm sorry. Welcome we got to year three of Marvel Champions Monthly, where Crimson is finally happy. <laughs> it's, it's a year of bliss and peace yep. and harmony. Yeah, there, there'll right. be no more complaining from Crimson. Okay. So yeah, we still lie. we'll still do our box, our Mutant Genesis box episode. Yes, we will. And we'll get more into the heroes after we've got a chance to play them. And hopefully, we'll have some cool deck lists and you know some stuff that we can really share with you guys and things like that too. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be safe. Have a good night. <laughs>